unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I don't necessarily think that in the pre-existence, God was like, you two. Yes. You're going to meet in, you know, freaking Saturday's Warrior. Was it Saturday's Warrior? It was Saturday's Warrior. That's the problem right there. Saturday's Warrior. Created all these problems for us. Yeah. Hi. Welcome back to Saints Unscripted. Uh, we're your hosts. It's Are unconscious, isn't it? It's very unconscious. I just, I have, it's like the boops, you know, <laughs> I have this drum set in my brain that makes me do stuff like that. Sorry. It's my hey guys. Yeah, it's your hey guys. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so today, we're going to get a little bit uh, philosophical. It's um, going to be bad. We're going to put on our, on my end. our Greco-Roman togas and... If only we had some olive branches to put in our ears. That would be really cool. I wish we could have done something like that, but unfortunately we don't have anything like that. So we're just going to be in our normal clothes and uh, get philosophical without going Greek or Roman. So this question, so we're addressing really fate, destiny. What do Latter-day Saints believe about destiny. the outcome of time? And events. And events that happen in that time. Okay, so let's lay some groundwork here because a lot of people like are super, have super strong opinions about some of this stuff. And a lot of it is just based on definitions of words, right? Um, so, so we're going to turn to the Google Dictionary. For the sake of our discussion today. For the sake of our These discussion. are the definitions we'll be using. So, yeah, we're just going to define fate and destiny. So fate, according to the Google Dictionary, is the development of events beyond a person's control regarded as determined by a supernatural power. Maybe we'll just stop there. Do Latter-day Saints believe in fate as defined by the Google Dictionary? No. It, in fact, everything in that definition, not everything, the fundamental parts of that definition go contrary to our fundamental doctrine of agency. Mm-hmm. But it, so it's referring to things like, but I'd like to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, fate refers to things like Kung Fu Panda. I see you like to chew. Maybe you should chew on my fist. You know, where Kung Fu Panda is a fate story. So okay. where, uh, I don't even remember oh. their names. The turtle is like, oh, oh the, the tiger is going to, you know, escape. And so, like, Master Shifu sends the duck. He's like, no, go tell him to double the guards. And then the duck gets there. And while he's there, one of his feathers falls all the way down to Tai Lung's thing. And cage. Tai, yeah, his cage. And Tai Lung uses that feather to escape. So, it was in, fate. in an effort to avoid that outcome, oh. Master Shifu created that outcome. Uh-huh. So, like, that would be termed as fate. Because so, kind of like... no matter what you do, that will still happen. So, right. I guess that doesn't necessarily remove agency from the equation. It just mm-hmm. has a determined outcome that will happen no matter what you choose. So, kind of like Ragnarok in, in the Thor movie, where he's like, we got to stop... You know, the destruction of, of our planet, but then at the end of the day, they have to destroy the planet to right. save the people from 
Helena. Yeah. I get I get what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're I saying. I think that yeah, that kind of fits. How, how, so what's the Latter Day Saint perspective on this? Like, because on, in some ways, now that I'm thinking about it, there are some elements of our doctrine that subscribe to this idea that God will win no matter what, that Christ will come no matter what, that the final judgment will come, Satan yeah. will be cast out, wickedness will be overcome, righteousness will prevail. Prophecies. That, right. That will happen no matter what we choose in this life. But that, I think, has mostly to do with God's exercise of agency and mm. his omnipotent power mm. and ability to do so. So he's like, I'm going to do this no matter what you do. It's not really like a mm. amorphous outcome. Mm-hmm. It's because God has promised that he's going to do those things. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. In some ways, it's kind of a fate idea but in other ways it's also not it's still very fundamental in agency yeah and our agency might even come into play in determining when those yeah those events happened yeah that's possible Mm. we okay so let's move on to the second definition here destiny by from google dictionary the destiny is um refers to the events that will necessarily happen to a particular person or thing in the future so do Latter-day Saints believe that there are things that maybe are going to happen to us, maybe just on like an individual level instead of like a societal cosmic level, but like are our lives already mapped out for us and is there nothing we can do to change it? No. And before we go any further, uh, we want to acknowledge the, the the large elephant in the discussion in this room is that the ever-existing argument of whether or not, you know, if God knows the end outcome, do we have a say? Do we have any choice at all? Or all of, or are our lives already determined? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, we're not philosophers, so I'm sure we could go on for a very, very long time uh, about this and, like, we can't do this topic justice, the omniscience of God and how that affects agency. You guys can share your opinions in the comments. Um, my opinion is that, as a good friend of mine once said, just because God knows the end doesn't mean you don't have the ability to make choices that lead to that end, right? Mm. But also, like, I, I kind of think about it. This is my personal opinion, again. Um I think I think about Doctor Strange. Okay, don't get don't get weird on me. I like Doctor Strange. <laughs> so like, think of Infinity War. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When Doctor Strange is like, he's sitting crisscross applesauce and he's like doing the thing, and his face is all going everywhere. And Tony Stark's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I just saw all the different timelines of all the different possibilities of what could happen in the future," and. Uh, Tony's like, so which ones do we, how many do we win? And, and, and Dr. Strange is like, we win one. Uh, and you know the rest of that story because it's the most watched movie in the history of mankind. But um, I kind of think like, okay, so maybe God just sees all of the billions and billions of possible timelines of the consequences of the choices we make interwoven with the consequences of everybody else in the world and, and the choices they make. And he sees 
that was my phone. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm just going to keep going. And he sees all of those possible timelines, and he wins all of them, you know? Yeah. And so he's not necessarily that maybe that concerned with, <laughs> you know, whether or not I put on a red shirt or a blue shirt in the morning. He's like, I still win, so you can wear either shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and like, because it also, like, and then that also makes sense, like, why we send out, like, missionaries and, like, why God sends prophets to ask us to repent, to, like, he wants to influence our behavior. If it was already all, you know, predetermined, why would he need to do that? Anyways, I just, that's just my opinion. I just think that he sees all the possible combinations of choices. He's going to win all of them anyways at the end of the day because he's God. And uh, within those bounds, he gives you room to, to choose. Of course, our agency is limited by some things. Like, right, like gravity. Like gravity. Can't choose to fly because, you know, natural Almost law. Someday you might. Someday, maybe. I also want to make the point, though. Okay. Like, I don't want it to seem like, you know, God's going to win everything so he doesn't care about us, right? He doesn't care about which, you know, right. timeline yeah. we choose, which choices we I choose. I said that facetiously. He totally cares, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, He's he's involved in our lives. I think he knows the timelines that are, you know the possible outcomes mm -hmm. that are in our best interest, mm -hmm. and he wants to influence us, kind of urge us on towards those timelines. But he's not going to force us to, right? Because we have our agency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's very true. One sort of vague example that I have of this is uh, so all growing up, like throughout high school, I wanted to I looked forward to getting my patriarchal blessing because I thought it was going to like. Tell me some super cool, you know, d divinely appointed destiny, the mission that I was going to fulfill, right? And I thought it was going to tell me, like, you should study this kind of subject in school. You should choose this kind of career. And then when I received my patriarchal blessing, it basically, in a nutshell, was like, choose whatever you want. God will make it work. Mm -hmm. And that really bothered me for a long time because I struggled a lot. I wanted God to give me a direction, like, this is your mission in life, you know? Um, but Sometimes it took me, it's easier that way. I know. It was like just to be told what to do. Mm -hmm. So it took me a long time before I actually settled on my career choice. And for that reason, I'm like the oldest person in my department at school. Why do we as a society hate old people so much? Because they're lame. No! Creed! No, they are not! Everyone else is like 19. I'm like, tw I'm turning 28 in like in less than a month. So, uh... But it took me a really long time because I just, it, it took me a long time to realize that I should just pick something mm -hmm. and it didn't matter what, as long as I was living the gospel of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and living correct principles, that God would help make that work. No matter how yes. questionable of a career choice film is, somehow <laughs> God is going to make that work. And I don't know how, but. I think that's a super important that. principle. Mm -hmm. Like when you're not sure what to do. Do your best, and God will yeah. help you out. Yep. Okay, so a couple of questions here, specific questions that yes. kind of deal with the idea of destiny and fate and these agency. Are, these are fun. So do Latter-day Saints believe that they are meant to be with someone, or is there, like, the one when right. it comes to, like, relationships? That's a rhetorical question because we both know the answer. <laughs> but, well... I hope, well, actually, maybe we have differing opinions on this. What is no, it's not that I, I don't have a differing opinion from you, but it's I have to be careful about what I say because my wife firmly believes that there is a one. Really? Yeah. She believes that like there was no other person except me. Hmm. 
for her in, in our relationship, which is really sweet and which I love. Yeah. Uh, because it says a lot about how much she values who I am. Uh, at like the basis of my understanding of, of doctrine, though, I still go back to like, well, we technically all have choices. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with my career, no matter what you choose, if you're living the gospel, God will make it work. Mm-hmm. So me personally, when I revert back to the doctrine, I don't think, I don't believe in a one. I think that there are a lot of good choices. Um, there are even some better choices when it comes to choosing your spouse. Yeah. And that God will definitely have an opinion. Uh-huh. He's like, eh, don't, uh, you probably shouldn't, eh, it's probably not a good idea. Uh, you know, for some people, but at the end of the day, you can make a healthy marriage if both people are striving to live the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that in the pre-existence, God was like, you two. Yes. You're going to meet in, you know, freaking Saturday's Warrior. Was it Saturday's Warrior? It was Saturday's Warrior. That's the problem right there. Saturday's Warrior. Yes. Created all these problems for us. Yeah. But, Anyways, yeah, just, I, I don't. I don't think that 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 the one is necessarily a thing. Generally, there may be some, you know, isolated cases where where something different is going on. But mm-hmm. I think the rule of thumb is you 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 get to choose, which is awesome. But all that being said, David, mm-hmm. uh, there is something that Latter Day Saints believe in, which some might consider to be fate and or destiny related. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't necessarily believe in those definitions we do believe in something called foreordination that's probably the closest thing we get to like a concrete term yes on this and it's kind of an lds term like it doesn't even exist outside of the church i don't think um especially like joseph smith especially taught like that he himself was ordained was foreordained before this life to be a prophet. And he, ta- he referenced people like Jeremiah mm-hmm. and Abraham. Yeah, who, like Jeremiah where it says, uh, that was chosen before that was born. Right. right. In the womb I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Like, mm. before they were even born, God was already preparing a destiny of sorts for them. But that didn't necessarily mean, under the definition that we have of foreordination, that didn't necessarily mean that they were bound to that outcome. It mm-hmm. was all dependent on their exercising righteously their gift of agency Mm. that's really important yeah this kind of introduces a lot and the importance of the pre-mortal world Mm -hmm. because we're almost like the only church who can have foreordination doctrine because of our ideas because we existed before this life right because this is from the church website it says in the pre-mortal spirit world god appointed certain spirits to fulfill specific missions during their mortal lives this is called foreordination It does not guarantee that individuals will receive certain callings or responsibilities, but such opportunities come in this life as a result of the the righteous exercise of agency, uh, just as foreordination came as a result of righteousness in the premortal existence. And then he goes on to say that this doctrine applies not just to like prophets like Joseph Smith and Jeremiah and Abraham, but to all members of the church. Um, Before the creation of the world, uh, righteous men and women were foreordained to specific callings and missions that they were supposed to fulfill in this life, mm-hmm. but uh, that were contingent upon their own actions and faithfulness. Moral of the story is, make good choices. Yeah. Choices. You can make choices. You can. Choices are good. Yes. Very good.
this is such a huge topic. Like, yeah, it's really hard to. We could dive into the philosophy of it, which actually we couldn't do because we probably just don't know it. But there is philosophy. I know there's philosophy behind it, and God's omniscience and and uh, predeterminism. I think I've well, been in some conversations with people in the comment section about this topic. Well, and I think this is just foreordination. I think satisfied. Like it answers those questions of predeterminism and God's omniscience. Because it basically says, like, God knows everything. He's asked you to do this one thing. And yes, that is your destiny. But it also adds agency into yeah. the mix. We're like, that's your destiny, but it's not necessarily your destiny if you don't choose it. Yeah. There's room for you to screw it all up. Yeah. So really, it mm. it removes pre the problem of predeterminism from the equation. Yeah. That's another moral of the story. Sorry. You are allowed... To screw your life up if you, you are. want to. If you so choose. Probably not the best choice of action, but... No. But you can choose that. But I think it's comforting to think that God has a hope for the outcome of your life. And if you follow the not just the commandments of God as found in the scriptures and taught by uh, you know trusted prophetic leaders, but also the, like the promptings in your heart, like if you follow those specific feelings... Like, you will find that outcome. Uh, along the way, like, you know, you'll have, you know, times where you're off that path and where you fall off, but you can get back on. That doesn't mean that you've lost it. You, yeah. you haven't lost your, you know, God's destiny for you. Uh, you can always get back on the road and continue trying. And I think there's God will always have something for you at the end of your life if you follow him. All right. Let us know what you guys think in the comments, if you have opinions on this, if you want to add to the conversation, or just correct us, because there were a lot of opinions in this episode, I feel like, but feel free to add to the conversation in the comments, um, and uh, you looked like you were going to say something. No, I didn't. I Did didn't I interrupt? Know. No. <laughs> Maybe we would, should would, both do Would you that. like to do it? Can we both do it? We can do it. Okay, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.